Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me along with Captain Patrick and Barry Ziboder rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Um, all right. We are on Facebook Live, and we apologize for the fact that you can see the entire crew today uh, on the World of Boating. But it's just something that uh, we offer up for your amusement, for your, uh, I don't know, abuse. Uh, take it however you like. But if you choose to join us on Facebook Live, uh, make your comments, questions right there. Uh, we, we will try to uh, work through them a little bit more. What, what, pay, what, what's pay the, more attention to them. Uh, what's this we? What's this we? Okay, you. Uh, Captain Thank Patrick you. is going to stay on Facebook and look for those questions and uh, respond to them accordingly on the air today. Just one more way to uh, you know interact with us here on the World of Boating. By the way, Greg, is yeah. there any truth to the rumor that you have fabricated this COVID-19 crisis to keep me out of the studio? Uh, th- that's a absolute fake news. <laughs> what else do you want? No, my Russian I, contact said something different. I mean, everybody listening to the show knows, Patrick, how you and I get along so well. Why would I need to use some ruse right, let, let, of the coronavirus let, to keep you away from me? Let's let's face it. We all know that that's radio shtick. Uh, you and I are best of friends. Oh yeah, of course. We're we're like we're like the Beatles. You know, we we live in the same house and you know share meals and stuff like that. Okay, now you're making it creepy. Yeah, no, and awkward. Stop. Thank it. you. Uh, someone's knocking at your door, there, uh, boss. Yeah, don't care. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, what what do we got today, Patrick? What are we going to navigate through? Oh, we got a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff. But first, um, of course, our uh, uh, thoughts with all those on the Gulf Coast as um, the latest hurricane, which I believe we are now into the Greek letters. Um, so uh, President Trump has uh, banned everybody coming from Greece because we're now <laughs> using Greek letter alphabet um, for hurricanes. Um, but. In all seriousness, our, our, our thoughts and, and, and uh, well wishes for, for all those that are affected by uh, this uh, hurricane that, that's uh, battering Delta, right? the area right now. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, and this is, of course, real-time, real radio stuff, mm-hmm. Greg. Yeah. Bill's waiting no, he's for you not. to let him in. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. He's here. Yeah, he's right here. He's been here yeah. the whole time. No, he just texted me. Yeah, <laughs> you need to change providers there, Captain Patrick. Your service is way too slow. That's that's my cell phone. Listen, uh, I already changed from my dial-up. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, uh, Bill the Engineer with us now as well. And we apologize for him, too. As well you should. Yes. But welcome, regardless. All right, so, so, uh, so Patrick, so, what do we got? So honey- what are we going to do? Well, the honeymoon's over, Bill. Yeah, uh, it was over quickly. <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So uh, this past week, we had NEMA, um, which of uh, everyone that's involved with this show right now, uh, there's probably two of us that knows what NEMA stands for. Well, go for it. Please share. So, so everybody is educated accordingly. Well, that, that would be Barry and myself. And but it means what? National Marine Electronics Association. Okay. So when people talk about NEMA, NEMA connections, NEMA, NEMA compliant devices, things like that, that's what they're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, so they announced their 2020 Product of Excellence Awards at the uh, conclusion of the Virtual Education Week. 19 products were honored in 17 categories. So, Bill, quickly do the math. I, I, uh, um, 71. <laughs> uh, That's a percentage. Okay, a percentage of something. So uh, here are the uh, Product of Excellence Award winners. Uh, for Marine VHF, the ICOM M605. Okay. Mm. Radar, the Furuno DRS4DNXT Solid State Doppler. Mm-hmm. Um, the Satellite Communications atten- Antenna Award went to KVH, TrackPhone, V3-HTS. Multifunction display, Garmin, the 861-6XSV, Multimedia Entertainment, Fusion Apollo. Remember, we had the guys on from Fusion talking about their stuff. Yeah, those uh, are the radios, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I auto, have that in my boat. Autopilot, the Garmin Reactor 40 with the Smart Pump version 2. Um, so all this information, of uh, all these award winners are on the World of Boating Facebook page. And, of course, uh, simultaneously posted at worldofboating.com so if you haven't checked this out please do so and scope out your uh your next electronics purchase yeah you always want the coolest and the greatest stuff like hey man this is an award-winning vhf radio how cool yeah, just, are we just take a look at greg's studio and you know that, that's it's an a constant lot state of, of pretty lights a yeah. lot of pretty lights they flash and do all kinds of cool things well, actually, most of them don't do anything, but they look cool. He just hasn't finished reading the owner's manual. Shh. Shh. So, also this week, something that was unveiled and really didn't make that much of an impact, um, Mercury Marine, uh, Merc Cruiser Division, unveiled their Bravo 4S. And he guess everybody's familiar, of course, probably with the... Uh, uh, the Bravo Drive, the Bravo 1, Bravo 2, Bravo 3, um, the Alpha Drives. Right, Greg? You know what all that is. Of course. Bravo. Okay. So the Bravo 4S is Mercury Marine's entry five years oh. late to the party of the forward-facing drive for surf boat applications. Okay. Um, Are surf boats still that popular? Yeah, they, they, okay. to, to the point where the, the thing with surf boats, and when we're talking about surf boats, when we're talking about stern drive versus inboard, like Nautique and Moomba and, and um, Mastercraft, uh, manufacturers like that, where you're still relying on an inboard engine with a propeller shaft uh, turning a single screw and a separate rudder, the surf boats with forward-facing drives when that drive is trimmed all the way down, the props are underneath the hull. So when you're wake surfing uh, or doing wake sports off the transom of the boat, off the swim platform, if you were to fall, 
you're not in danger of getting chopped to pieces and dying a horrible, tragic death. And who wants that? Um, not I think too no many one. people. Yeah. I think no one. I think we can go with a zero percent on that one. Okay. I've done the math. All right. Thanks. So you're also talking about wakeboards, right? Yeah, that's wake that's, boats, wake boats, wake boats, okay. surf boats. So okay. you know, wakeboarding still being you know you're being pulled by a a, a tow rope, um, usually from a high center point. Um, chances are you're not coming off the swim platform unless you're pretty well skilled and uh, are going to be prepared for that uh, that jolt, that jerk, if you will, as the tow rope uh, grabs taut. Um, usually you're being pulled up out of the water and then you're, you're, uh, using that tow rope to pull you to cross the wake, get air underneath you and do a series of maneuvers and tricks. Wake surfing is you're, you're not relying on a tow rope at that point, your hands free and riding the wake. And usually you're right up on the stern of the boat because that's going to be the highest point of the wake or the wave that's created dependent upon the model boat that you have, how much ballast uh, it's carrying. Um, and all those systems now are programmable. Um, you can you know, tailor them to each individual rider. Um, you can do th- how fast the ballast bags, ballast tanks fill, how fast they empty, um, things of that nature. But to this end, you know, it, I don't know that it's going to make that much of it. Really, my question is, why did it take them so long to get in for Mercruiser to get into this particular segment? Because they lost an amazing amount of time. Either they didn't believe in the, in the wake sport, the wake surf market that it was going to grow or explode as fast as it did. Because really, all you're doing with that outdrive is you're taking the lower unit and turning it around. Well, there's probably more to it than just that, because now you're pulling instead of pushing. So you probably had to redesign all the gears inside it. Not not too much, because I talked with Bob Crocker up at uh, Volvo Penta's test facility in Chesapeake when they unveiled their surf drive. And, of course, Volvo Penta designed their SX, DPS, um, the X, well, not the XDP, the, the SX, DPS, and the forward drive. It's the same upper gear case. You could literally, you could go from an SX, a single prop drive, to the dual prop drive just by changing the lower gear case. Um, and if you tried to do that with a Merc Cruiser, an Alpha drive, which is their single prop, and going to a Bravo 3, you are pulling the drive, pulling the engine, whole new transom assembly, a whole new out drive, and then the engine back in the boat. Sounds so, like an easy fix, but they're a little uh, slow to the punch. All right, more coming bit. up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast freedom ain't that free happiness can be cheap zero down and less than you spend on cigarettes every week you can take this beauty home, treat her like you should. My whole life, just like every boat show girl wishes that you would. All I'd ever wanted was to find a girl. Yeah, just like every boat show girl wishes that you would. This is the world of boating, Greg, your first mate. And I gotta say, uh, Patrick, from the uh, NMEA show, of all those innovation award winners, was there one particular product that won an award that would uh, impress the boat show girl in your life, you think? Anything caught your eye that you'd like, hey, all right, they got an award. That's pretty cool. I mean, you just listed them all off well, uh, I, earlier, I, but I won. Yeah, I mean, it, it really comes down. I would have to go and actually use each and every device. Well, yeah, but you read about them. I mean, you know what they do. Did you see anything like, hey, that's a pretty cool idea, or was it just... More or less upgrades of things we already have, and they have maybe a it, few it's new it's kind of new versions upgrades. I mean, really, what's new in VHF radios? You know, I mean, <laughs> but there is quality radios versus the, radios that you wouldn't want to trust. Your there's wife. like quality radio shows about boating, and then there's everyone else. See what I did yeah, well, there? If you're, if, if you're going to get a uh, VHF and you're looking at an ICOM and it's spelled E Y E. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. it's, it's probably a knockoff. So I probably go the other direction. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's, it's interesting because, you know, with new boats, if you purchase that boat and it's equipped uh, with a nice suite of electronics, 
you're not looking to upgrade really anytime soon unless you got a lot of money. Right. And um, the boat show girl isn't going to be impressed with uh, the cool gadgets that the guys are into, is what you're saying. She's going to love more of the no, thing I, like the overall boat itself. That's yeah, what's well, going to get her attention. You know, it's going to be interesting that you're going to see more coming into the recreational end is, uh, and Barry, again, you're probably one of the few that will pick up on this, um, digital switching. And you're probably going to see the, 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 I don't want to call for the premature death of generators, hmm. but I think you're going to see generators start to get phased out in favor of larger battery capacities. Um, We'll have to go with lighter batteries, well, larger lead-acid batteries. No, not larger lead, but a larger bank of power, um, along with digital switching, that is going, because generators continue to be problematic within the marine industry. If you went back 15, 20 years when they were dumb generators, carbureted, um, again, as I've stated on the show in the past and our listeners out there that have uh, experience with the older generators, you can make them run, you know, uh, you could make them run. You could work through it. Now they're, they're so reliant on just like with new cars, uh, being EPA compliant emission controlled that they will set a code and it is frustrating for the consumer, um, and the Marine industry, uh, recreational and realizes that and they're looking at um something that is going to be a lot better a lot more user friendly um the question will be cost and can they make it to where it's going to be economically feasible to replace generators which can run depending on a size boat i mean you could be looking at twelve thousand to you know uh, twenty thousand dollars well the other thing with batteries how do you go about recharging those banks if you're out for an extended time, a generator. That, that's right. That's, <laughs> well, that that's where it comes into your inverter systems that they're looking at the digital switching. Um, so it's it's going. You're going to see more. Probably, I, I don't know that you're going to see a lot of it unveiled at Flibs. Possibly, you'll start to see it more of it trickling into the recreational end, uh, maybe at the Miami show, and then over the subsequent years. So I think if you're looking at five years down the road, I think you're going to see. Uh, a lot less uh, marine generators being installed, just like now you're seeing more outboards being installed in favor of stern drives or even um, inboard IPS or uh, Zeus pod drives. So it's uh, it's an interesting time. So as we uh, we move on from that, um, if you f- if you remember when uh, the SpaceX capsule uh, splashed down a few months ago. Um, there were a bunch of uh, clueless boaters that decided to crowd the splashdown zone. And then as the crew was out there trying to get to the capsule, they started moving in uh, perilously close um, to it. Right. So they could get a selfie. So they could get a selfie. Right. Um, Or a parachute. and, And one of the, one of the big dangers is when the capsule, um, Re-enters. Raising your child is a journey. Uh, quit it. Mind. It is not. It is not at all. I, I, I'm sorry I about that. What the? <laughs> <laughs> let, let, the, let the record reflect. That was not me. That, that was, was me. not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, regardless. That was, that was the guy who actually 
graduated from broadcasting school? No. It, and like, is raising a child. <laughs> well, <laughs> and stating the obvious. Yeah. So, all right, uh, that was a little public but, service we, we worked into the show today. So, you're welcome. Sorry about that. It's, the, okay. The, it's okay. If you want, if you want some uh, tips, just give us a call. Uh, the uh, the capsules can be shrouded in, in a poisonous gas, uh, nitrogen uh, tetroxide. And if you remember, if you watched any of the recovery, the SpaceX recovery team, they had to wait for the gas to clear before they could even get the astronauts out. So right. now they are working. And they had Coast Guard vessels out there, but they mm-hmm. didn't have enough. And here's the thing. The Coast Guard was sending out notices over VHF telling these boaters to stay clear and they disregarded coast guards instructions their radios were probably not turned on and i can listen (laughs) i can tell you that here here's what's going to happen this next one because they're going to have a 10 mile exclusion zone set up wow they're going to have more coast guard out there and coast guard has these things on uh the 50 cows yeah um so you know you might get a shot across the bow no way, um, no way. Are are you saying they're definitely doing this or you're assuming they're going to beef up security because of the the throwdown that happened a few weeks ago? I am saying based on the news article that was posted at worldofboating.com and on World of Boating Facebook they're page. They're cracking if, down. They they are setting up a larger exclusion zone. Mm-hmm. They are going to have more coast guard out there to maintain the area to keep these numbskulls from getting too close to the capsule it's for their safety and here's i would i would probably take it a step further because it's one thing for them to come over the radio if you if you violate the zone you're going to forfeit your boat yeah i I, you know i think what they they did they didn't uh, describe it properly when they said hey you need to back off because there are toxic fumes attached to the to the capsules potentially you know they're thinking like hey i had ain't ain't josie on my uh, boat and you talk about toxic fumes i survived that what's the big deal i want to get my picture you gotta you gotta talk uh talk their language you hear what i'm saying no no no, no they don't don't understand okay. a word you're saying more coming up stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater, even building engineer with us today as we navigate the latest boating news and information and tell you, you know, what to avoid. You know, like rocket launches. If you want to get close to watching them uh, return the uh, fuel cells or, or, or I mean, the, what, what are they called again? Just the capsule? Ca- extra capsules that they burn the fuel from during the takeoff and then they land back in the ocean. I you thought, mean, but I thought Elon Musk was setting it up so they were going to just land right back on the boat. The, the, no, no, so, no. The, <laughs> the main, the main uh, rocket lands back in the boat. The capsule actually splashes down just like the old. Apollo capsules. Oh, when well, okay, yeah. You mean when there's astronauts in them? Yeah, yeah. The, right. The booster, the booster rocket returns. Okay, and and lands on a barge. Right, and they do a good job of it. Mm-hmm. They that that is really like <laughs> that's sci-fi. That like, really. Well, they just got to get we the capsule. Doing this forty years ago. Well, why don't they get the capsule to do that? That's what they need to figure because out. Because they, they have uh, to carry a, an engine and a lot of fuel. 
Because there's this thing called physics um, that that you who knows that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Well, true. That's what we have Bill here for, and and Barry, who builds his own rockets and launches them. (laughs) From yes, the I roof do. of his house and terrorizes his neighbors. Mm-hmm. No, they land on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. No, it's uh, not. It's totally dangerous. But regardless. Uh, an, an update on, as we were talking about hurricanes earlier, Bill, I wasn't sure if you had heard uh, as we sent out our uh, thoughts and, and well wishes to those being affected by the uh, current uh, hurricane uh, impacting the Gulf Coast. And uh, President Trump has banned all visitors from Greece as the uh hurricanes are now using greek letter names um, i don't know that that part's accurate yeah. it is it is okay um but Fake greg news. had greg had wanted to talk about this story about this captain who was on the uh the sailboat moby um that decided to weather out the storm uh hurricane sally and ended uh, up in somebody's yard right yeah and um as, as i stated at the time um mm-hmm. one no insurance to twenty to seventy thousand dollars to get this boat either destroyed or lifted. Okay, it's going to be destroyed. I think uh, pretty much solved that one. <laughs> More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. The ship is sinking. Okay? We're going down right now. Just wrap your heads around the reality of that. In five minutes, this ship is going to be at the bottom of the lake. And there aren't enough spaces on the lifeboat. Who are we gonna save? Who's gonna fix this ship? We got the ship we're Who's gonna fix this ship? Who's gonna fix this ship? I think it's uh, way beyond that uh, possibility. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Bill the Engineer. So the sailboat after that, what, what hurricane was that, by the way? Which uh, one? If you were, li- if you were Dorian, listening as what? I was talking, it was Hurricane Sally. Oh, Sally, right. And so the sailboat ended up in the guy's yard. Some, we were some, talking well, about it last week and saying how, uh, you know, the guy probably shouldn't have tried to ride out the storm. But basically what you're saying is he had no choice. He had no option. So he decided no, no, to protect his already, investment we, and we, stay no, on the water. Uh, he had no insurance. So he felt incorrect. he was. Oh, well, so what is it? Why would he stay on his boat then? You, you you were the one who said that it was a good idea that he stayed on the boat. Barry no, and I, I did like, not. Barry, yes, you did. Barry oh, and I, Barry and I stated that liar! he should have made the attempt to move the boat to a calmer area of water usually inland works a lot a lot better than staying out on the exposed right um, no my point was he shouldn't have been on the boat period no matter where he had uh decided to anchor his boat he shouldn't have tried to to ride out the storm on his vessel that was my point my 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 feeling is the guy didn't have any money and he wasn't gonna couldn't pay to dock his boat somewhere safely again should have moved it inland you know as soon as these hurricanes start entering in coming around the tip of florida and are coming into the gulf you know you have really that that cone is so wide get your boat moved to a safe harbor because as this guy with no insurance it'll cost twenty thousand dollars to destroy the boat 
it'll cost upwards of 70000 to get a crane in there and lift it off of these people's property. So it's being destroyed these, is what you're saying. Wait, 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 wait. Gasoline's only about two fifty a gallon or so. Five gallons of that, the boat will destroy. Yeah, well, or you could just launch a rocket at it, Barry. Yeah, I could. <laughs> in, bury the boater. So, bury um, the destroyer. I, I got a few stories to get to because the last segment of the show, um, Barry has got a hot topic that I definitely want to get to. So mm. uh, this past week on uh, the World of Boating Facebook page and worldofboating.com, uh, posted several stories about, uh, believe it or not, boats. Um, wow. So what does are the odds? Anybody- does anybody remember what is arguably the worst boat ever built? And no, it was not a Bayliner. The um, worst boat ever built. The mm. worst boat ever built. That's and, and rec- no, recreational boat. Close, Barry. Close. You're okay. on the right track. You're on the right track being automotive in that Malibu boats uh, in 1997 started to build a boat, uh, limited edition, based off the Chevy Corvette. You remember the Corvette boat? Oh, wait. Had, the, tran- had the transom with the taillights. Um, had the Corvette engine in it, the uh, LT1, um, and th- there was an article that came out kind of revisiting um, this particular model, which were made from 1997 to 1999, based off the C4, and then uh, it came back for a few years after that. Um, but you had, you needed special tools to work on the engine everything on that thing was designed to like mimic the corvette so all the seating and stuff that was like leather not really made for a an open cockpit type of boat um so it's a it's an interesting little take on uh, maybe not the worst boat ever built but maybe the worst boat ever built um in that just to have a boat that was designed to look like the Chevy Corvette and using the Chevy Corvette parts. I mean, things were handcrafted each boat. And if they failed and you had to get replacements, people call for parts and the, the, the manufacturer basically, uh, I'm not going to say that they laugh, but they laugh because you're, you're not getting them. Um, in addition to that. So you had arguably what may be one of the worst boats built, uh, one of the most beautiful, um, and please check this article out. Uh, and I was trying to get an interview with the, uh, the person who oversaw this restoration, but there was a 1929 Chris Craft commuter um, that had been completely restored, refurbished for $300,000. This, this is, if you're familiar with those older Chris Crafts, uh, the commuter cruiser, um, it was built in, uh, I think, about 1929. This is gorgeous. But even as you scroll through the pictures, take a look at the Marine head. That thing is, I I would I would pay the money just to have the Marine head. It is. Wait, is that a picture before or after it's been used? The Marine head? <laughs> no, not 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 uh, after it's been used. It is. It's just. Uh, it, it's. I I don't know how it's gorgeous. I mean, for a for a toilet, it is ridiculously exquisite looking why um, why please describe this because now i'm very worried about you well you gotta see because it's a porcelain bowl there's there's oh. all this l- lacquered wood so you're saying it would it. caress your butt cheeks and like uh and, and like a, a feeling of total no bliss, it, it, you know it, it almost looks like a spit sink from a dentist's office is is really what it okay. looks like all right. um, it, it it is really something uh to to uh behold all right so the shape uh, of the bowl is one thing what else makes the toilet so attractive to you 
I'm, I'm uh, really, well, you know, I'm for, confused for ob- here, Patrick. For, I got to say, for obvious uh, uh, reasons. I mean, if you're going to go, um, that would be the uh, you want to go in style, is what you're yeah. saying. But uh, take a look at the pictures of this thing. It, beautiful restoration, gorgeous boat, um, and focus and, on the toilet is what you're and, saying. And, and focus on the, the the head compartment. It is it is uh, really cool. Also coming up hmm. for uh, auction is a 1952 and you've probably seen models of this particular boat a 1952 ferrari now we just talked about you know uh boats that have been modeled after cars 1952 ferrari arno six racing boat so you've probably seen pictures of that one it's red with the uh the wood deck um looks like a rocket sitting on the water Hmm. um no head though no toilet toilet you you wouldn't have time um (laughs) driving this boat to 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 uh so you just uh stick your backside up in the air and you're going so fast it just it was this was designed for one thing and one thing only for trying to break the world speed record on the water ah okay um it is absolutely gorgeous again if you take a look at this thing you'll probably uh, oh, yeah, I've seen mo- models, scale models of this particular boat. If you got the money, <laughs> it's coming up for auction. Uh, again, just a, it, just the craftsmanship of these boats. Um, and then if you look at that that uh, Corvette Malibu boat, it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not interested. But okay. um, So if you could only I, find a way to combine the boat with the toilet and the fast, sleek super boat. You would have the dream boat of all time. But all, all, but, you but, ne- all you need is a funnel what? and a clear drain hose, and you're set. Because hmm. if, you, if you spend any time driving a semi like I have, um, yeah, that's, that's usually down on your lower right-hand side um, with the tube running into a uh, very large Gatorade bottle or some type of other receptacle. Huh. Some drivers will just actually have the tube uh, snaked out through the door so as we're going down the road, um, if quick mental note: if Patrick yeah. ever offers me a drink, say no. <laughs> well, no, there, there there wouldn't be anything there because you know it gets it gets dumped out. I always used to run my tube right out the door. I'd have a little hole drilled, mm-hmm. and uh, if I had to go, just lift up the funnel. Hey, honey, I think it's raining. <laughs> why, why do you why do you think truck drivers we all wear like uh, you know the uh, sweatpants? Uh, they're they're easy to uh, you know kind of uh, maneuver. So you can't stop when you're getting okay. paid by the mile. That's all I'm saying. Wow. We're it's, finding it's, out things about Patrick. We, we really no, wish we is, didn't this, know. But you're, you're, you're finding out stuff about people who move uh, commerce products across this country. Um, because, again, when you're getting paid some ridiculously low amount of money per mile, you are not stopping. But when you got to go, you got to go. Okay. All so, right. um, again, check out those, <laughs> uh, those stories uh, posted at worldofboating.com, worldboating.com. Uh, Facebook page. If you haven't liked us, please like us and spread the word. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, take note of our sponsors, especially in this particular trying time um, of COVID. Um, they are what keeps us on the air, and uh, we appreciate you supporting them. Yeah. Uh, this segment brought to you by the Porter John Little John, the auto. <laughs> yeah. Try go, again. Go. I'm just going to let them hang there. <laughs> this is live. Here we go. <laughs> like, what's the right word? Uh, <laughs> if you see a bottle of tea on the side of the road, don't drink it. Oh, yeah. No, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I don't think that's Mountain Dew. 
<laughs> Listen, if you if you pull into any self-respecting truck stop and oh, you'll see. You, and you go through that, you're, you there's one smell other than diesel that comes wafting. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Donuts, that area. donuts, and, and, and roasted it, almonds. It is yeah. unmistakable. Um, okay, but there's a reason why. Got uh, it. Hey, Greg. I what? Well, we're probably not going to get to it, but um, we'll see after the break. Okay, we'll see if we get to it after the break. So stick around to the world of boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast hello there sir we are three noble women in distress sorry boat's full what if one of us were to turn this big ship into a tugboat? <laughs> a wink, wink. Wouldn't help you. You're the fourth person to offer that, and I'm kind of spent. Sail away, sweet sister. Sail across the sea. Maybe you find somebody. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barrett, a boater, Billy Engineer, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. 
and get to a story that Patrick didn't feel he could fit in in the last segment. So, well, now I'm just going to mention it real quick because we really don't want to talk about it. I want to get to Barry, but uh, oh. one thing that okay. maybe talk to you about, maybe on the next show, Greg. Yeah. Um, this group called Bruce's Legacy, where they uh, Bruce Springsteen, the, your favorite? No, Bruce's Legacy, where Bruce! they recount. It's a, it's a it's a nonprofit that was formed to, believe it or not, help recover bodies from uh, depths of water that. Uh, really you wouldn't think they'd be uh able to do and they 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 were talking about this uh recovery they did out at lake tahoe from oh, uh, i about that. feet yeah yeah so um it's a it's an interesting read it's not really a, not from a gruesome or macabre standpoint mm-hmm. just the technology that was involved and it highlights that you know when you go boating please wear a pfd especially if you're going to go jump off the boat and go for a swim and uh with that uh i want to turn it over to barry because he's got something that is near and dear to every knowledgeable boater's heart um take it away barry fwc florida fish and wildlife commission had a meeting last wednesday that was open to the public it was a virtual meeting and they had a lot of suggestions on there they they've noticed that since covid 19's come in that there are a lot more boaters out there and there are two uh negative aspects of that uh number one the ramps are filling up very quickly in the morning, especially on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And a lot of boaters are finding that they're not getting into the ramps because they have to close them down. And number two, the boaters themselves have, um, let's say, a slightly less knowledge of boating and their etiquette isn't up where it should be. So uh, they're asking FWC to maybe uh, push the issue a little bit about uh, mandatory boating safety courses, something simple, but at least give them a little bit of information and also to revisit the uh, the slow zones that we have, these no-wake zones, possibly shortening them up a little bit. What do you mean so shortening? Ma- making them smaller areas of no-wake zones? Small, yeah, to revisit some of the areas. They're saying that some of the areas where it might take a half hour to get from your ramp out into the ocean, because there are no-wake zones, they're now taking an hour or more, and it's just creating a log jam of boats trying to get out there. So they're trying to move people a little bit quicker out to where they want to go. All right. So, or get rid of the no wake zones. No, they're not going to get rid of them completely, but you know, they're going to what? Not revisit them. I mean, take, take a really good look at them and say, does this area really need a no wake zone? Or is this just a bunch of very high value? So they may eliminate some of them. Exactly. what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're they're going to look at all these things. I want to see a podcaster extraordinaire, Bill, the engineer. I have a question uh, related to this. Do, do those of you who are out in the water more regularly than Greg and I, do you think there are actually more boaters out on the water, or do you think that more of the boaters get to spend more time on their boat? Because when I hear this complaint, I don't think that there's really so many more new boaters that don't know what they're doing. There are boaters who were out less often, still jerks, still uninformed, <laughs> but they're just getting to use their boat maybe maybe every other week instead of once a month. And as a result, those more people out on the water are making it more of a hassle and the folks that like to complain have something new to complain about. Now, it's, I, it's, I, I think it's a combination a little bit. I didn't uh, ask you, you well, son yeah, of a it, bitch. It doesn't yes, matter. Yes. I'm going to answer because it, Rusty isn't here uh, uh, today again because he's at Jacksonville Marine selling boating, uh, selling boats, and he doesn't have time for us. Uh, he's too busy uh, cranking out the business, and, and the numbers are up, Patrick, right? Yeah, they They're are selling up. That's more. The, 
They're selling more boats. So, yeah, there probably are more new boaters out on the water in combination with some of the people that may, you know, be a little uh, rough around the edges. Who knows? The the reason I ask, I don't think that any of those boaters making this complaint want there to be any mandatory education which they have to take. No, they're talking about people that are just going out and buying a boat for the first time. And, And if you go out there, you will see there are a lot of new shiny boats out there. Yeah. Which what? are soon to be banged up new shiny boats. <laughs> well, possibly, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you see the fun at the sandbar when they don't realize that the tide's going out. And then you see the boat slowly listing to one side because it's now beached. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Is it like, uh, it's not like an epidemic or anything right now? In no, it is. It, 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 it is. A, it is an epidemic. No, right? it is it's not. Epi- no, the ramps, we haven't heard everywhere. It is we because been, the ramps... The ramps are filling up so fast, they're closing out between 8 and 8.30. Well, I understand that, but as far as the obnoxious boaters, Barry. Uh, it's an epidemic. Well, I, 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 if it was, I think we'd see more even the mainstream media get on that bandwagon. But well, they have yeah, down here. They have. They've been talking about that on the mainstream media. Oh, they've media. been talking about it down here. Say the boaters are out of control. There's way too many boaters. Oh, my God. It's, it's not way too many. It's way too many uninformed boaters. Uh, you're not required to take any boating course you could just well go they out never have been I, I yes they are if they were young ki- kids are well yeah yeah young people the kids but are you're having to. these families come in and they're just saying hey let's go buy all right I, here's the solution the people that are you know selling these boats like rusty i know he does this he tries to inform his buyers and give them the tools to operate their new boat accordingly that's who now, needs here, to grab this this is the solution the listen listen to the show that's the solution. There Greg. you go. I, you know what? I agree with Patrick, and I, I agree. Yeah. I disagree with Patrick because sometimes Greg talks. Oh, that's just <laughs> fake news, is what that is. All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, better is better as a, as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.